Here we are, Dream Warriors. Thirty-one days of dread. Day nine, beyond the gates, and we're we're just going to open up. We're going to discuss the movie after the intro, but we're going to just go through the uh, some of the nature, the nature of independent movies, and I don't know why you guys just maybe pay more attention. Let's hit that music. Yeah, so it's always tricky. It's always tricky when independent movies are discussed because there's there's almost like three types, and the the the, the type of the independent movie emerges when the movie's complete. So everyone sits down and intends to make a good movie. You hire your actors, you get your actresses. Uh, we do a script. Uh, we do whatever we can for special effects, um, lighting, cinematography, music, and like whatever of these outside elements. We we always, as filmmakers, and I say we, I'm speaking on their behalf, not mine. Uh, yeah, our our intent is to make something that is fun, uh, thrilling, uh, valuable, and you know would kind of occupy someone's time. It's. I think it's. It's very much overlooked, or uh, not even uh, considered, uh, that people do never. They never consider the idea that these individuals seek to create a heck of a movie. They want to create a movie that moves you, that captures you, that uh, puts you in a, a different place. Now, this is all movies. Also, uh, everything from Transformers to Blade Runner 2049, Baby Driver. I'm, I'm just picking modern examples that we've uh, debated. Uh, Get Out. Uh, you know, just movies here on Dream Warriors that we've had divisions on. Um, so when, when, when we watch an independent movie, we're, we're, we're not even watching someone's uh, best efforts. We're, we're merely seeing... Uh, what what that artist um, what what their process uh, what what can come out of it? Uh, we're getting a hint, a, a, a small indicator. Now you could be sitting down and saying, "Well, well, well, Pete," but uh, we have Kevin Smith with Clerks. We have uh, Richard Linklater with Slacker. We have Martin Scorsese with Who's Knocking at My Door. Uh, we have Reservoir Dogs and Quentin Tarantino, and so on and so on and so on and so on. Right, you're you're right. The, these are some independent movies that were developed outside of uh, even then the Hollywood system that uh, captured an audience that resonated, uh, inspired people, and you know even created subgenres of their own. Okay, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, the, good for them. Uh, th- those are those are the 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 black pearls. Okay, they those those individuals and those films, uh, they're rare, and today they're out there. Uh, but we're we're dealing with a different type of content absorption. The way how people discover movies, the way how they discuss movies, the way how they they promote movies. Uh, it's not just locker room talk. It's not just water cooler talk. It's um, 
it, it's conversation now that is uh, taking over the internet, and we we kind of get something that's that's very odd and hard to really define in a clear way. And we have a vocal minority that wants to control the flow of movie reviews. Now, um, like, it's not evil, it's not devious. Uh, some of these reviews, I've said this before, I think there is collusion within the review community on mm -hmm. on YouTube. Sorry, my, my phone is just going completely bonkers right now. And, and I had it on silent. I got to put the whole thing on mute. But yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so, like, there's, there's outliers. There, there's outliers that um, are bad movies. There's outliers that are great movies. Uh, I don't think any filmmaker sits down to create a bad movie. I, I think they something something captures them, and they it's something that they have to get out, and they do whatever they can to get it out. Now, some of these people study film from early on. Some of them haven't, and guess what? The uh, the product the re that's the result. Hey, it varies uh, drastically, meaning that you can, you know, like movies, uh, you can be technical and, you know, watch movies when you can, but make a great movie. You can. You can be obsessed with movies and be a, a encyclopedia and just make something that sucks, that, that that's horrible. Uh, so, like... <sighs> You know, like, where, where are we with the conversation of, uh, like, how do we view independent movies and how do we read them? And, well, I, I guess part of this is, is, is me. It, it's my take. Uh, look, for all movies, I sit down and it's like I've never seen a movie before in my entire life. I, I sit down and I want new ideas. I want to be transported. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm open uh, to, I think, much more than the film buffs and the cinephile because, you know, a movie could be borrowing a plot from, from something else or, you know, using it, using a, a, uh, a stereotype and, and all, like, these conventions we want to knock down. And still, you know, like, and it, and it can still resonate with me. Uh, you know, it's, it's not much of a curve because I, I think when you're in this type of state, when you're in this type of frame, when you see a movie, you're more receptive and you can absorb the nuance and you can absorb, and you can, uh, get a little bit of an illustration of the intent of the film crew, not just the uh, director. And I think when it comes to viewing independent movies, uh, the acting is always the make or break point because a lot of times you're dealing with people who do not have a lot of film experience uh they may not have a lot of acting experience but they may have a look they may even have mannerisms they may be able to memorize lines like all these things that uh, you, you would rate an actor or actress before uh you know getting them on your set to tell your story but, uh, you know, like this is where it fractures a little bit because often the actors and actresses are what transports us out <laughs> of an independent movie. And, you know, look, look the, the first movie we did for 31 Days of Dread, 
the Bunny Main massacres is a true example of of that, where the everything we're seeing on screen between the kills, uh, I would say it's a little tough to watch. But if we can get through that and see what we're what's happening in this movie and and just realize it's fun it's meant to be a fun movie uh it gets better it gets better it gets more enjoyable uh is it godfather part two no but a few movies are um quick uh little side note side note tangent uh okay (laughs) kevin smith Quentin Tarantino, Richard Linklater. You know, again, three of the they produced three of the largest uh, successes. John Carpenter with Halloween, um, all produced independent movies that uh, you know kind of changed the game. But uh, when these people got their breaks, you know, when they when they became a part of Hollywood elite and royalty, uh, yeah, they kind of they kind of <laughs> had some misfires, made made some stinkers. Uh, we're talking mall rats. We're talking the disappointment with Jackie Brown, John Carpenter, uh, um, geez, Ghosts of Mars, Vampires. Uh, it goes on with him. So, how, how's that? Like, how how are those any different? How's how's Jackie Brown any different than a poorly acted um, independent movie? Okay. Uh, yeah, so when 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 we have that's the point I wanted to make. But when we have like when acting is a misfire, uh, sometimes like n- not seeing per- like you know not the entire movie but scene for scene, um, yeah, it can take us out of the movie. But the uh, if the other elements are heightened, if the other elements are nailed and done to a certain point with uh, love understanding uh callbacks to genres when the intent is clear the other elements can sniff it out snuff it out the other elements murder the choppy acting and this is where we are with beyond the gates yeah uh this movie is go watch it right now it's on netflix it's on netflix and the 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 premise is so fun uh back during the 80s there was a um you know like board games board games were huge in the in the 80s you know going up until like the the mid 2000s i would say like the the uh the extinction of the board game industry um you know is it's a modern day thing now since then we've had board game culture come up which is great, you know, stores, um, you know, Tiki Tiki Board Games is a local store here in Jersey and PA that they stockpile uh, parts and catalog um, tokens and, and cards. Uh, so you can go there and if you're missing pieces, you can go buy them. So, and you know, they've been in business already for, for uh, a couple of years, at least five years. So, we have boardroom uh, board game culture that's relevant that is here right now and and this is because it's nostalgia on a bygone industry and one one of the 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 
pieces of this industry that Beyond the Gate reminds us of, uh, eloquently, by the way, is the video video cassette game where you would have a narrator or a dungeon master walk you through the game and it usually would be in character. And so, <laughs> obviously, if uh, we're doing 31 Days of Dread and we're talking videotape uh, board games, uh, it's, it's, it's a horrible experience for our, our, our characters. So what happens is, is these uh, two individuals, they, um, they are closing a VHS store. And they're, you know, like a little bit of backstory, through, uh, exposition through their interaction is that they have, um, you know, they kind of lose their, um, their, their father is somewhat missing. And so, like, <laughs> like, we, we, like we, we already piece it together in a couple minutes. The, the father got sucked into the uh, board game and is now there. Uh, you know, probably un- unwillingly. So these two individuals are, are closing, packing up the VHS store, which is also lots of nostalgia. Uh, these these places do not exist anymore. Uh, the ones that do exist, people have built in their own homes. Uh, you know, they have built their own massive VHS libraries that, uh, you know, Again, it's it's a hobby that's not going going to die. Same as vinyl collecting. Uh, so, <laughs> the, these are parts of the movie that I very much enjoyed. I, I enjoyed the setting. I love that they're in this VHS store for mo- most of the movie. Now, some of the movie goes to uh, some some homes. Uh, you know, we are introduced to wives and, and stuff like that. There's a a little bit of a conflict. Like, um, you know, like almost like a, a pissing contest with two of the uh, male leads. And, you know, like, again, some of that comes off well, some of it doesn't. So we, we get good exposition early. Uh, we get to the game early. Uh, we get some of the effects of the game early. And we jump into the, uh, into the parts of the movie we want to see, uh, you know, at a good enough pace. Now, the other element that I really enjoyed about this movie was the poster artwork the opening credits and the music which is all john carpenter even the the the, the purple shoot uh purple hues and, and purple shading uh you know that's not exactly carpenter but it just it just kind of reminded me the opening credits are really cool because it's like the inner workings of a uh, vhs tape deck uh with this like purple light this purple uh like um, uh, like accent that is just running throughout, uh, you know, names of people that uh, worked hard for for this this feature. So, in uh, in Beyond the Gate, uh, relatively, you know, to get into the production, it's a um, uh, three hundred thousand dollar movie. That yeah, I think uh, the the movie looks looks like what it is. It's not. It doesn't look over. Like, it doesn't look like a multi-million dollar movie, and it doesn't look like it's a under-million dollar movie. Again, it, it, it delivers exactly in that sweet spot. And, yeah, why, like, so what, why does this movie, doesn't like, why does it not be impactful? Why does it not sweep? Uh, you know, the movie itself has created a subgenre 
uh, of of horror. And and look, it's easy to say Jumanji, like Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji. But yes, but uh, Jumanji is very much uh, not targeting this audience, and the audience is the people that just want to, you know, be a little freaked out, be be a little. Uh, frightened and scared and transported and you know kind of um shown some dread in 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 life and even the new jumanji movie which i think has a <laughs> awesome premise awesome setup uh based on the uh, trailers uh you know it's 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 more action-based than than anything now and i think the the our filmmakers uh who i believe was a male and a uh, woman here we're gonna just jump right there. Uh, oh no, male Jack, uh, directed by Jackson Stewart, and you know he he Jackson Stewart did a hell of a job. So for three hundred thousand dollars, they they yeah you know, created a horror movie we, we really haven't seen before, and it's all nostalgia and it's all callback and it's it's actually a little bit of a historical document on on where. Uh, American youth culture was at one point what what people did as a pastime, and it's kind of funny because you can do this with board games, and, and you can't do this with other uh, <laughs> like other games that even families played together. Uh, like like you can't do this with ping pong, not even pinball. <laughs> uh, like it's uh, these. I think this is a growing genre is going to be experimented with it's going to be perfected uh we will see a larger budgeted movie eventually probably from bloomhouse that will take this concept and give it to a actor or actress that needs a comeback uh they will find a director of the same means they will find someone through a festival circuit and you know this the movie is going to be huge uh because before we've had like board game horror movies or game horror movies, uh, again, it was Jumanji and Ouija and, and, and like, that's really it. So there's another movie that uh, touches on the theme of, of this movie and the setup. And that's also on Netflix. And we, we it might be doing that one next. That might be day 10 of the 31 Days of Dread. But no, Jackson Stewart, did, uh, he's another guy. Uh, he needs he needs a bigger movie. Uh, I, I I hope he continues. I really hope he he does uh, something himself. I think he's. I hope he sticks to um, making movies this way at least for a little bit, and he jumps on Kickstarter or Indiegogo, and just has uh, uh, and you know have us fund fund a movie for you, uh, Jackson. Now the also uh, interest uh, the music, the, and the, I think the music for this movie was was fantastic, incredible music. Uh, the music was done by I'm going to butcher you guys want you guys want to see some horror uh, or hear some horror because uh, I'm about to butcher this name. What uh, what Glakowski, uh, that's got to be. Um, Eastern European or something, right? I mean, geez, that's a tough one. Or Sylvanian. Uh, I just created that country. Sylvania, whatever. But yeah, uh, it's also time stamp. Uh, it's about 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> 
on a Saturday. And I'm not time-stamping the exact date only because um, we're doing this as a shelf episode. So if you're listening to this, it's because I have, uh, <laughs> I'm behind on the 31 Days of Dread. And uh, I'm experimenting even with this uh, format, um, doing a 30-minute format, uh, just figuring things out. But yeah, uh, Beyond the Gate on Netflix, uh, mood, lighting, uh, the plot's simple. They, these two guys are looking for their daddy. They get transported into the game. And they they have to uh, you know like contend with uh, almost like a, like a Hellraiser type scenario where there is a uh, the, you know like this is the level of the afterlife of hell that is just dark and concrete, uh, very much like uh, mood wise, uh, like this is a, to me a lot like the void, which we will do a episode on. That's also on Netflix. Uh, you know, like these are very similar uh different i think slightly different budgets and experience level when it comes to the filmmakers but uh you know stewart here uh i think stewart can make a movie and i think he uh mr jackson stewart can just uh you know need uh, probably uh, along the way will need some help from us so we gotta just be on the lookout for him uh in making another movie we got he's available on twitter um you know is it like i was like i'm probably going to be tweeting him after this when when this uh goes live uh meaning that when when it gets published um yeah because here we go let me see if if we can look him up real quick uh jackson stewart yeah so on twitter he's at boss jacko b-o-s-s-j-a-c-k-o and tweet this guy just blow up his twitter feed and encourage him to to keep going to keep up the fight uh encourage him to keep the crew together the the people that, that made this movie um his producers uh Bar- Bar- barbara crampton uh amanda amanda mortimer uh that, that just sounds like a cartoon duo but uh the writer uh which is him but but it's also steven scarletta so let let these people continue they need encouragement uh you need to watch this movie and just lose yourself and appreciate the effort appreciate what they're trying to do again it's it's a lot of work to entertain you and i i think coming in sitting down and 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 being high and mighty and, and being on a, on a cinephile high horse every time you watch something and not not being in a place where you can absorb something new and enjoy yourself like dude get over yourself you're like just sit down and just be a shot of whiskey be a shot of whiskey when you watch a movie okay just do it and hey interact interact we need because uh, we're we're going to sign off here but subscribers subscribe to dream warriors tell your friends about it leave comments and reviews uh guy crank up those itunes reviews I, I believe we're at zero itunes reviews anyone out there come on uh even if it's a negative one i don't care uh find me on aka pad 13 on instagram aka pad uh, on Twitter, aka Pad, on Snapchat, 
uh, Facebook business page, Peter A. DeLuca. So I'm out there. Website, akapad.com. Let's let's bring these movies into the forefront. Let's uh, we let's do this together. This is a part of the Dream Warriors Army, the DWA. So let's go. All right, everyone, have a good day. Go watch Beyond the Gate. Uh, if you don't have a Netflix, steal your friend's password and watch this movie on Netflix. Uh, we're all better off for it. But have a good day. And yeah, until next time, rock and roll.